Hello, Everyday Parenting Podcast listeners. We are bringing a very special episode to you today. I know many of you may have questions about how to talk to your kids about the COVID-19 virus, um, assuaging fears, um, making sure they're staying safe. So here you go. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At Jabberdogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Mashek can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, Jabberdogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit Jabberdogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. So I've been getting... uh email messages, um, talking with families as I'm visiting with homes, schools, and um, asking questions about the COVID-19. So how I want to start this conversation off with you all today is to look at what age child are you talking about when you are beginning this conversation? Because each age child has specific things that they are interested in knowing about and learning about and hearing. So when you look at an older child, what you're focusing on is what are they hearing? Where are they? Are they at school? Are they with their peers? Are they on social media? How much TV are they watching? What are they picking up from the environment away from you? If you have a younger child, you want to be really aware of what are you watching when, when you are with a child? What are you looking at? Are you on your phone? Are you reacting? Are you talking with other adults um, or the people about um, what you're hearing? That is where I kind of want to start today, because what children are looking for are cues from us. They're looking for, how are you responding? What are you thinking? Um, as parents, what what are you passing on to your children? And that's where we have to begin. We have to begin with, what is your anxieties? What are your thoughts? What are your um, What information have you gathered for yourself? Because if you are um, allowing your child to gather information and hear things constantly, from everyone else and not hearing them from you, um, we're, we're, we are going to cause a lot of confusion and we're going to cause a lot of um, anxiety with our children. So parents, check your own anxiety and educate yourself. There is a lot of information out there. Um, so take that time to do it and model that behavior for your child so they see where does mom and dad get information? Where do they go and, and um, find out um, solid um, medical science-based information that they can learn, and then you could pass that information on to your children. So that's the, that's the first thing. The second one is um, I want you to focus on, um, for your younger children, focus on the simple terms, um, focus on words that they might be familiar with, words that they would understand in the sense of this is a flu, it's a flu-like sickness um, that um, is new. It's a new flu that has come into our 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 world and our and our and our and around us. And we have to take the very similar precautions as if we are sick. A flu is a sickness, and um, we need to take care of our bodies. We need to remember what we need to do when we are sick, um, or if we, we want to prevent from getting sick. And number one, number one is hand washing. We have to remember and remind our children about hand washing um, and washing for a good 20 seconds, really getting in there and scrubbing those nails, scrubbing those hands, and maybe singing a song along with while you're washing your hands, but really bringing back the basics of that. 
um, and covering our, our coughs, covering our sneezes, and washing our hands then again after that. Um, going back to basics is what we all need to be doing, what we all need to remember, um, especially when we have children that might be um, worried about things, or even for you, you're worried about something, go back to the basics, go back to the things that you know. Um, as we, we bring, um, you know, as we're, as they're beginning to talk, what we want to remember is we want to, um, focus on what their thoughts are. What, what are they, what are they asking? You know, the question you're going to ask them is tell me what you know, tell me what you've been, what you've heard. Um, and let me help you understand what's going on. So just remember that we really kind of want to find out what they know first. Um, what can we do? And this is the piece that I think that we always need to remember when we're, when we're feeling anxious or we feel like we're feeling a bit overwhelmed with things is we need to put our energy into some form of action. If you notice there's a lot of action going on right now, um, you might be noticing on the news, there's people going and making mad dashes to buy a lot of things. And yeah, I mean, we all should be prepared. We live in, we live in California here. So this is something we're always prepared for, for emergencies, for crises, for earthquakes, for that types of things. So we should be already prepared. Um, but we also want to give um, children something to do within our community, because if we focus so much on the the world, we feel very overwhelmed. We, we kind of almost freeze. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to manage it, but bring it back down to what can we do in our own home? What can we do within our community? But focus on the home is really what I want you to look at. And for young children, children like to do activities. They want something to do. So one example, maybe in your family, in your family unit, you could maybe get some colors out, get some markers out, some crayons out, some paper out, and create some signs that are fun reminders of let's wash our hands. Let's use a tissue. Let's, you know, really, you know, and maybe some fun signs that the children could create that you could hang around your home, give to your grandparents, um, but take care of, give them something to do within their, within their community, which is their home. Um, we also want to help older children and, and younger children, but the what what the older children want to know is who is who are the helpers right now? Who are the people that are are doing things to solve the problems? And the problem that we have is that we have an unknown sickness that's going around, and we have um, a lot of really amazing scientists that are out there trying to find um, cures, but they're also trying to you know do testing. And there's non there's a lot of lot of people. Um, with the CDC and people that are actually doing all their jobs right now that are, that are taking care of this matter. And our children need to know that they need to know that there, there are people working on this. There are scientists that are working very hard on this and your younger children just need to know that we, we are here as a family and we are going to help you. We were going to, we're going to help you wash your hands a little bit more. We're going to help you maybe take your clothes off when you get home from school, put some cleaner clothes on and just be a little more cognizant of, um, where we have been and what germs we've been exposed to. If a child is interested in following events um, on the news or on social media, do it with them um, and talk with them along the way. As more information starts to come into your home and into with your children, continue to have those conversations um, and continue to have an open dialogue about what, what is going on and, and remind the children constantly of what 
what we can do, what we can do for ourselves and what we can do for for our family and for, you know, for our school, whatever you are, is really focusing on your, your bodily, um, your, your, your cleanliness, your, how you take care of your body and, um, and keeping that example alive. What we, what the, the one thing I do want to end with today is be aware of how much you are, uh, or how often or how much you're allowing your child to hear information um, away from you or with you. I go back to a, to a time uh, during 9-11 um, when we had the, the um, tragedy in New York City. And during that time when I was working with families and children, it was a very difficult time because what children were seeing on the news and hearing on the news, but really the visual thing that they were seeing over and over again was that that replay that over and over and over again to the replay of the airplanes hitting the World World Trade Center, and that vision for children to see that what what was interpreted by children because they don't know that that was a replay they don't know that that was something that was just being shown and replayed over and over again they thought every single time that that plane hit the World Trade Center, that it was happening again and again and again. And that's how children's minds work. So be very cautious of how much they are seeing, how much they are hearing, and make it clear to them that these are just um, stories that are told over and over and over again um, if the sa- if it's the same information. Um, and just make them aware of that, but, but keep them from that as much as you can. They don't need to be bombarded. We don't need to be bombarded but we do do it. So just be aware of that. And um, let's, let's protect our children from that constant repetition of too much information and really not focusing on what we can do and put it into action for your family and give them something to do with their fear, with their anxiety, and what they can do and how they can feel safe within their family with you. Thank you for listening today to the Everyday Parenting Podcast, this very special episode on how to help your kids deal with the news and information about COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Um, We will be coming out with season three soon, hopefully. We are looking for guests right now. You can be anywhere in the world. Um, We can record you remotely and you can have a session with Mary Beth and we can record it for the podcast. If you're interested in doing that, please email me at parentingpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, you can stay in touch with us via Facebook on our Everyday Parenting Group. Just search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook.